back to what have you. I am Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. We're out in the dead crispy field vista. <laughs> it's fall, guy. It's not really, but but it's harvest. It's, it's the it's the part that we think of school has started. Transition. It's yeah. the big transition. The nights are getting a little bit colder. The days mm-hmm. dustier. Days our are skies, dusty and flat and hot. Even when our skies are blue, they're like a little washed. It's out. all everything looks like a like a watercolor. Yeah. Too much. And all the gold hills that are Yeah. I have a we have a little miracle occurring on our patio <laughs> raised bed. We have that. your patio raised bed. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Miracle on patio well, raised it's bed. It's been a mystery. Okay. Oh, see, I have a mystery. I have to tell you. We, a have, a gardening, we have a gardening mystery, okay. but I think we've solved it now, oh, so it's not that right. exciting. But uh, the day after Thanksgiving, because we do the big um, pie breakfast. Yeah. The, but it's a Christmas kickoff. So yeah, it's Advent. we do Thanksgiving and then the first yeah. day of Advent is the next Hard day. Hard pivot. We do. <laughs> yeah. But so last year we, when everyone leaves our house for Thanksgiving from Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we crank on the Christmas music, rip down all of the fall decor and do clean up while pulling out Christmas decorations. Uh-huh. It's a real chaosy sort of event, not yeah. for the week of heart. No. Because you've got to get we have everyone we have advance. everyone back. No, it's actually really probably one of my favorite like fun wild times. But yeah. we, but the point is we have everyone back in the morning for a yeah. Christmas event. We still have Thanksgiving dishes, like because yeah. you do you're yeah. you're cleaning it up. But we have not spick and spanned ourselves back out of Thanksgiving entirely <laughs> by the morning. We no. just do enough to make it feel cheery, and everyone yeah. comes and gets their Christmas yeah. pajamas. Well, last year we all, I mean, I'm really telling you that I'm, what I'm telling you is the solution to our mystery. Okay. So there will not be a mystery to any listeners, but we threw all the pumpkins off of the smoking porch (laughs) (laughs) after Thanksgiving dinner and we, the whole family checked them, but some of us must not have had as good of arms as others of us. <laughs> so we have grown two very voluminous white gourd uh, plants in the raised bed. <laughs> but they came up looking so happy that we just let them be to yeah. be like, what is this mystery? Right. Who planted this? And and we didn't know. We kept Googling. Like, it didn't really seem like a pumpkin. It didn't seem yeah. like a squash. We yeah. And now they've got all these cute little white pumpkins on them. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And now I'm actually thinking, I probably will do this oh, sort yeah. of thing on purpose from here yeah, on out because that idea. actually works real well for me. Super fun. I'm quite pleased with the situation, but I did find it odd that the whole time we were like, what does it mean? Who put <laughs> Nobody ever had a pumpkin <sighs> seed as far as we could recall. Or like, why would that yeah. have been in the raised bed? Yeah, you forgot that frenzied night. Well, I think that nobody knew that maybe, I'm just going to say Moses did it, but nobody <laughs> knew that any pumpkins ended up in the raised bed. So, sure. like, I don't ever think we had done that. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess a creature could have yeah, it's possible. moved some. Yeah, you might something. have had a little squirrel munching yeah. it down low and brought but, it up high. But the thing is, is that they're really cute plants and they're That's really awesome. cute little pumpkins. So, it's one of our more <laughs> successful grows. That's great. Yeah. Well, anyways. okay, here's our Merkel mystery. Maybe, maybe this is the best venue to unload it in because... Oh, good. M- Perhaps someone, someone listening answer. out there has a similar mystery unfolding okay. in their life. Okay. So I go to make rice 
I don't know, maybe a few weeks ago. I keep forgetting to tell you this. Pull out my rice cooker, put it on the counter. It lives in my pantry, by the way, on a, like a low shelf in the pantry. I go fishing it out, bring it out, plop it down on the counter. It's most definitely not my rice cooker. Like I've never, <laughs> I have never engaged with this before. And I was like, how does it have a quinoa setting? I like, mine has never had a quinoa. What? And my rice cooker had four buttons. Brown white rice, white rice. <laughs> Brown white. <laughs> Brown rice. Okay. White rice. Quick rice. This one has a whole multitude of buttons for things like oatmeal. <laughs> and I was like, I this isn't mine. Like, it's not mine. Then... Hero is most insistent that it is two ours and it always has been ours, but the rest of the family is united with me that we've never seen this before. And it's obviously older, like it's it's been through some stuff. And <laughs> and then the weirdest part is all of us are agreed that the liner is ours. The little insert looks like ours. Like it's kind of dented in one place like ours was. Okay. I think I'm going to go with Hero on this already. Does, does the liner actually fit in it? Well, no, you have to like really stuff it to get oh, it down weird. inside. And so I just can't fathom. Like if I still had kids at Logos. Did you ever use it? No. It for anything? Like a potluck? No. No, I'm just trying to think like, did you need a rice cooker for any odd jobs or did your kids I use it? I can think of nothing. I was like, if it was back in the day when we would do those lunches, those hot lunch fundraisers, you could it was could totally possible you'd come home with somebody else's crock pot or a crock pot with the wrong lid or whatever. Right. But I haven't done that in years. And this is definitely a plot twist of the last few months. So anyone out there, if you are like, where did my oatmeal button go? Contact It, it me. went to the Merkels. <laughs> but I can't, like, how do you mix up your rice cooker with somebody else's rice cooker? I just... It's like, did someone sneak in, take mine, leave a stunt double in its place? <laughs> it's a difficulty for sure. I haven't taken rice to any event. I just, I don't know. So huh. anyway, that's my mystery. And well, it doesn't have a... It does seem like one of the ones that's going to probably remain unsolved. Yeah, it doesn't have a solution yeah. as far as no, I can make no out. Real, there's mm -mm. no real... No, you found out what your gourd was, but... Yeah, it came to a harvest like, point. Here's it, my stowaway rice cooker that I never bought. <laughs> that is funny. Uh huh. Uh huh. We've had we had the kind of because school just started. We're like, it's just really, wow, a lifestyle of its own. That mm -hmm. and if you aren't ready, and there's no way to be ready. Yeah. It just eats you alive. That yeah. first week of yeah. school is like, wow, wow, wow. And it's great, and it's just uber chaos, for sure. Well, it was funny, because yesterday, being the first day of school, and I wasn't teaching. Yeah. I was not there. And I was like, oh, my word, this is like a whole thing, because there are no Merkles up there. Like I don't, I, And since Knox was a preschooler, there has always been a Merkle there on the you first know, day of school. Is, but guess is, what I realized? Huh? There is, because Knox is a teacher. <laughs> so it was this his first a, day of teaching was the first year that... You weren't there. We didn't have this, any kids there as this students. This has to be brought up, because I just am saying, Becca's only four years older than me. 
Yeah. But this is going to be a great whacking longer before <laughs> I'm done yeah, with Logos. Yeah, you better settle into Logos for I better a long just get in my time. groove now because uh-huh, it's going to be like uh-huh. 17 or 18 more years. I know. Well, now I have <laughs> Knox is teaching two classes up there. So it's not like he's there all day, but he's he's he was there having a first day of school. Yeah, that's at great. Logos, which was a kick because that's super funny. I I realized, oh my word, we we transitioned yeah. very seamlessly on that one. Life has moved on to the next yeah. thing. And I have my big back to school NSA picnic happening this Friday. And usually that would be happening during my first week of school. Uh-huh. But it's still happening and it's still very huge. What really So I think me. next week I will suddenly realize, oh my word, I'm not teaching. This is crazy. We have... Um, it's just the kind of time where there's really no, it's not good. Anyway, you look at our schedule, it's not mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so, it's good to be so busy and so, so much to do. Yeah. And it's really, I'm just thankful for that. And I'm not complaining about it. I just find it hilarious because right now we have Chloe made the varsity cross country team nice. but those are 5 45 a.m practices until october and it's, oh. and it's all days all every day of the week it's not it's like, like all monday through friday yes i just mean there's no days where you're not having mm. a practice and oh, then uh so she does that and then three mornings a week daphne is in our choir at 7 30 so it's 5 45 so we're 5 30 and then 7 30 and then two campus drop-offs for the other kids and then after school we have Titus's high school football practice yeah. junior high volleyball for Blair and football for Chad yeah all happens after school yeah. you know what's what that doesn't allow for mm. doesn't allow for how much Breathing. of these days I feel like just a vacant stare would be challenging <laughs> enough for me but because of everyone having so much to do what really happens is that the pressure is on in food prep in a way that it is not in the summer. Because yeah. you can't tell a kid who's going to be gone until 5.30 or whatever to just ride it out mm-hmm. if you didn't mm-hmm. have food. When everyone's at home, you know, they'll make themselves something yeah. odd or find a way to yeah. just do fried eggs for something. There's no, it's not the same amount of yeah. You need to have thought ahead, Mom. Yeah, I have been doing the last few weeks. I've really liked how it's gone so far. Um, Like on a Monday morning, do a huge amount of prep for lunches for the week that can just all be bagged up. And in one, like I got one of those little, um, it's like a square basket, but it's like a waterproof, like plastic woven basket. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, but it's square, so it like sits nicely in the fridge. And I have stuck all the ingredients for basically a big power bowl of some sort. So people can come yeah. home, pull out just one basket, everything's in there. And last week, I did it was like a bunch of kale that now that I am one of the enlightened ones, I know to massage it now. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But I did that, which shrinks it down quite a lot. But I put that in one bag and then a whole bunch of roasted sweet potatoes and then a bunch of cooked shredded chicken and then chickpeas yeah. and red onions. Did you and this yesterday? Cucumbers. I did this last week. Oh. 
and then a tahini dressing. It's just like tahini and fresh lemon juice and some water to thin it out and we salt. We were weirdly on our same wavelength. I didn't do it with, um, but yesterday I roasted sweet potatoes. This is why I asked, were you also roasting sweet potatoes yeah. yesterday? Yeah. And, but I made salads for my, mostly my girls like that. Yeah. This one's quinoa and spinach and, but cashews and mm-hmm. some. Yeah. I had craisins and sliced almonds. To put on top. Yeah, my... this was, but this was with a tahini, lemon, and curry dressing. Like Ooh, it that had sounds a, really good. A curry dressing, and then I made one that the boys are more delighted about. That was a bunch of roasted those tiny potatoes that I mm-hmm. roasted and put them with. I had orzo, but I would just do it. I I will sometimes get a whole bunch of basil and just make a quart jar of pesto that the yeah. kids put on sandwiches or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I did a orzo and potato pesto. That sounds Salad. good too. So the one from last week, yeah, I put like all the tahini dressing in one of those squeeze bottles. So, and it sits in the little basket. So it's just like, you don't have to hunt through the fridge for yeah, nice. the back of the produce drawer or whatever. But this week I did, I cooked a bunch of brown rice in my mystery cooker, but I did it with a lot of like cayenne and chicken broth and basil and mm-hmm. ginger. So it's like a really yummy rice. And then I did a cabbage and carrot slaw and on that one, it's a bunch of chicken. And then I did a really like peanut sauce on this one with Mm, peanuts and cilantro, red pepper and mango. And it actually is a really quick bowl to throw together, but Mm -hmm. everybody, including the boys really like it. And it's really nice because I can just have it in the fridge and I tell everybody, you who, if you're coming out for lunch, this is on offer. Right. And it's handy for them because they're close enough to walk yeah. home for lunch. But anyway. I freeze. I made a bunch of for the boys because only the boys in my family are in the market for the things that make you fat. Well, that's what I was going to say. I the know. potato and orzo one sounds really delicious, but I would probably it's not. not. No, but it's for the boys that have football and yeah. people. And yeah. But I make smoothies, which I freeze with a straw in it, everything in the freezer so they can grab mm-hmm. them in the morning and it thaws while they're at school. Like Titus will just leave that's one smart. in his locker and he yeah. can. Well, he used to do it when he had early practice, but it's nice because he goes straight from school to football and you can't eat something after school and then go run a ton in the heat. Yeah. You have to have been eating earlier in the day to not be wasting away. But those are smoothies I make with almond butter, bananas, almond milk, cinnamon, and some dates. Oh. And it's actually super delicious. It tastes, it tastes like a I like a really good, probably oatmeal cookie or something. Like it has that very, it's sure. yum. It has a good yeah. flavor, but it is very high protein and, uh-huh. and uh-huh. fat. That's hot. So that's I'm like, that's what, right that's what you don't do when you're trying to not get fat. But no. when you have, when getting fat is not one of the concerns <laughs> on your horizon, then you can eat things I like know. that. Well, it is tricky because I do have Judah who is okay i think just yesterday he drank a gallon of milk just by himself Mm. so that's the level that we're cruising at with judah but then you also have girls who probably don't yeah want to pack it on no they're not looking for you to get them 
any so, special uber carbo no. loads so the last two so the one that i did last week it had kale sweet potatoes chickpeas chicken yeah tahini this dressing one, this one had um garbanzo beans in it yeah I got and i had like red onion craisins and almonds to put on top and then this week a lot of slaw but the brown rice because the brown rice is also a more filling thing with chicken mm-hmm. and i do farro salad so see what i try to do is mondays this is my life program okay. mondays is the day that i try to get a handle on it after the weekend because that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the weekend especially if we host sabbath there we just monday it's a day that needs my attention yeah. in the kitchen a lot of reckoning yeah. uh-huh and so in that way, I, but in that time I go through the fridge, like I clean the fridge out mm-hmm. and the pantry and the drawers, like the okay. food areas. And in doing that, I just look for everything that I could make. So one of the things I make often are breakfast bars, but I make them with all different kinds of variety of dried fruit or nuts or things okay. that we have that I put in them. Yeah. And I'll just clean that out or I'll make an oven omelet for the week that can be in the fridge that people can microwave pieces for breakfast. But I try to use the ends of things. Do you do this before you grocery shop? Yes. Because Monday I try to make as much stuff as I can possibly make with what is already in the house. Okay. And that is really effective because you find things that are in your house already that you didn't think you had in your house. You know, you're like, oh, wow, there's this. Uh, so I make as much as I can possibly make, but it also usually prompts some other, like, cause you may have something, but not enough to make a meal out of it, but it makes you realize, oh, I should grab the stuff yeah. to make that yeah. meal. Mm-hmm. And I end up wasting, if I do that every Monday, we waste so much less of less. everything. Yeah. But because I have a drawer of lunch things, I have a drawer where I just put stuff for lunches okay. in that drawer. <coughs> Anytime, so like we had a Mexican Sabbath this last week was Mexican, so I end up with like part of a bag of tortilla chips left over. Sure. And so I just bag them into lunch bags and throw them in that drawer right mm. away. So I don't have any boxes of part crackers or bags of part That's chips. Actually, quite or, genius. So, but if I do that every Monday, we don't end up with these weird. Yeah containers where there's too much to just throw away but not enough to be really worth storing the way that it is i might have to adapt it works no really it is the best thing because i have that just in a drawer where the kids can grab it but i do the same thing in the fridge but this is not a whole meal plan it's just that i will do it with olives or like if i had a bunch of oranges i'll cut them into quarters and bag them Mm -hmm. and throw them in the fridge or Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll do it with like carrots and hummus or okay. uh, if I had a weird piece of a block of cheese left over, yeah. you just slice it and bag it and put it in the lunch department because people will grab... You have a lunch department in your fridge. Yeah, like a bin. <laughs> the thing yeah. is, is that people will grab that. Yeah. And when I say I have that, I have that when all my systems are firing. When you yeah, ask yeah, yeah. about how we were doing last May, the answer is no. We had none of those things going yeah. at the end of the year. But that's what I'm working on right now is right. rebuilding the system because even if you buy a jar of pickles and yeah. then bag them, people want to eat them, but it's too, the when you're in a hurry, yeah. getting the jar out and putting some pickles in a bag mm-hmm. doesn't appeal. But I, I like will, this a lot. I will a divvy method. up olives, pickles, things, throw them well, in there. I feel like also you've you told find me out, this before, but I feel like I never felt like I could because 
of you the teaching. Yeah. But now I am doing like Monday morning. I'm just, I'm getting it so yeah. that like all week people can just come and have a filling, well, cheap, delicious totally. lunch. And once, once I've been really doing this, like when I've been in the groove yeah. of doing this, a lot of the times, so like Monday I'll bake bread and then make all four loaves into PBJs and freeze them and yeah. I'll, I'm refilling things that are just, but yeah. I don't, really rarely do I actually need to go to the store to get stuff to make bread or yeah, yeah. PBJs. I have that stuff in our house. So yeah. I'll make bread muffins or I'll make protein muffins or make things on Monday. That's all the stuff in the house. But then I end with a thorough knowledge of what we have. Yeah, that's, that's good. I, good ideas about what we might do next and a fridge that's ready to receive yeah, new that's, things. That's big. And it's I big. feel like that's my, it's my favorite way to live. Yeah, no, really. I like it. So when do you grocery shop then? Also Monday? That's too many things in one no, day. No, I don't do it on Monday. I do it, what I, if I order stuff, I would get it on Tuesday. But, or, you know, like I, it depends on how much I found that we have in our house. Because sometimes you're not very right. urgent to get stuff. I, but see, I do, I do farro, yeah. goat cheese, pickled onions, yeah. and like steamed beets, and a, and chicken in an orange vinaigrette, like a. That sounds and good. Yeah, my girls love that. Do Pumpkin you seeds pack are good in that. The chicken in the orange vinaigrette. Yeah, because I experimented with this. You can actually freeze. Really you can moist. even yes, and it doesn't get that leftover meat yeah. flavor. If you, I put. I always put the chicken in the dressing. I've done it with Caesar dressing. Okay, question though, doesn't it? lose like as it absorbs the seasonings it doesn't it kind of lose some of the punch of the flavor no i haven't really struggled with that really problem. no because because you know how that happens with like potato salad is that when you first make it, it's it really good but then it the just salt yeah exactly yeah. but uh, the chicken doesn't seem I haven't to do that had that problem with it no okay but i all like the pharaoh is really a popular those are really popular mm -hmm. when i do those but it's like filling it's just I love when I know what's in my fridge and yes. what I'm doing, and I feel like I have totally. a trajectory on yeah. in mind. Totally, it's my favorite way to. I, but I end up baking things that I don't like. When you're doing that, you use things that I would never sit down. It's a different kind of cooking pleasure yeah, because is. you, if you were sitting down trying to say what sounds like the most incredible thing I could make, I would think of different things. Right. Then when you're like, well, I have all this broccoli, I should blanch it and I'll put it in salads with a curried chicken and the yeah. kids will love that. It's a very different, it's, it's a different kind of, mm -hmm. and I feel like it is probably way, way, way more financially strategic yeah. because yeah. I just end up using <clears throat> the odds and ends of everything. Yeah. I think that's And that quite honestly, smart. the, um, of an omelet that I make that I just make with whatever, you know, mm -hmm. but I, the thing with that is that a slice of that microwaved in a tortilla, like it makes a quick yeah. breakfast burrito. Like, yeah. and I have kids who love, you know, you have kids who are like the protein desperados at breakfast mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. kids that would rather just have a oatmeal or yeah. a, you know, yogurt or something that everyone has a different, Yeah. if I make an oven omelet, the people who are desperate for that have it without frying it, without yes. getting into all the other, <laughs> you know, getting the cheese grater out, getting the oh, yeah. my favorite fry is when pans out. five different frying pans 
have all been used in yeah. one morning to make scrambled eggs <laughs> at different times. Well, I told I, <laughs> I was laughing at this tail end of summer. Mom, my parents are living in our basement now, and mom uh, and said whoever wanted to come, it, she made a really delicious. It was a farro salad actually, mm -hmm. it was pistachios, and it was Ooh, real yum. good uh, for lunch. So. Okay. I and a few of the older kids all went down there yeah. to eat at lunch. But when we came upstairs, what we found had happened in the kitchen <laughs> while we were downstairs was Shad had felt the burden to teach Moses to fry eggs while we were down there. And so they had each eaten maybe five fried eggs already. Mm. And they had another, like, I think they fried eight more eggs in two pans. <laughs> <laughs> so we came up from lunch and they were like, we made you fried eggs. <laughs> so I was like, this might be not what we needed right now. We did not need an exit. But also I enjoy, I, it was, yeah, it was great. good, clean family fun. Although I was like, really? <laughs> Especially because in the moment when we arrived on the scene, there was some work going forth to try to lift with a spatula, a fried egg that had slipped onto the <laughs> it's a fried egg on the control panel of the stove that they're trying to get off of it. Like, you know, maybe don't fry eggs unless you know you're going to eat them. But, yeah. yeah. Good times. Yeah, I like it. But mostly, I'll tell you a secret. Mm. I am real excited for fall food. You know, I have been having that awful... Like, I, I can't actually make fall food given that it's still quite baking hot outside, but I am well, it's with like kind you. of It was gray and rainy yesterday yeah. morning. But the, the funny part about the fall food for me is it's because I was never sick for the fall food this time. Oh, yeah. And I was way sick as everyone else triumphantly crested into summer fair. Yeah. I was in the dark times of don't speak to me of such things. And I don't think the whole time I was morning sick that I ate any shredded pork or pulled pork. Yeah. But I saw it too many times. Uh, and the yeah. thought of it, it still gives, it makes my skin mm. crawl to imagine a shreddy pork right Well, now. interestingly, I'm about to be making 200 pounds of it, Rach. Oh my gosh, shut your face. <laughs> the, the problem is, I, what's by, happening in my by house. next summer, I'll probably be like, you know what sounds delicious? Yeah. A pulled pork sandwich. But until yeah. that time, I'm just like, oh. Yeah, stop. But I've made, I've come back around enough that like an onion doesn't hurt my spirits anymore, which that's is, good. that's big that's because progress. a lot of summer food, a lot yeah. of things have the onion mm -hmm. featured. Yeah. The salsas and the, you're like, oh no. It's, it's very true. But I'm excited because at no time in my recent memory did I throw up a stew. Good. So good. I'm like. The next season of yeah. food should be much better. <laughs> we should be... Uh -huh. We have less uh -huh. hard feelings about it. Less <laughs> memoirs. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Well, we just really unloaded a lot of... Food thoughts. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And you know what? I'm in this delusional phase of pregnancy. Okay. You soar between wild wild ideas of what you could get done mm -hmm. and then not getting it done at all. Mm -hmm. So what keeps happening to me is being like, I better run down and grab some boxes of peaches to can. Mm, and, and then yeah, I'm like, quick, Rachel. Quick, do that. Rachel, stop it. 
put your reality glasses on. <laughs> Can I just tell you, you might have been there for it. You might have eaten one, speaking of peaches. I just, for something, I made a Yeah, it was peach for the faculty appetizer. Thing. Um, no, yeah, I yes. was there. and those really hit the spot for me. But it's pickled peaches, like wedges. You cut them into slices and put them in, like, pickling... It was champagne vinegar and some stuff. Thyme, I think. Where'd you get champagne vinegar? Safeway. Mm. Um, but I've needed that before. Yeah. Well, yeah. I bought it out, but I'm sure they've restocked by now. But the um, but you just let those be in there for like 30 minutes, and they keep their. The second time I made, made them, they were better because they kept their crisp uh-huh. sort ofness. Crisp is the wrong word. Firm. Uh-huh. They didn't get too squishy. Then you wrap the thing in prosciutto and then stick a basil leaf and a little uh, ball of fresh mozzarella on a toothpick. And that was a really, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I felt like that was a really good one. Yeah. But that is all I have to say about peaches. (laughs) Are you sure? Can I challenge you to say more about no, peaches. I'm just gonna I'm gonna tap I out canned peaches. peaches. I canned peaches last year and I really do want to go get more peaches. But mm-hmm. you know things are tough all over Rachel and yeah. you can't can you peaches can't. this no. year. You to. can grow white gourds on accident but you can't <laughs> can peaches. Uh, I, I need know. to can more beans because that's much easier. Does it improve your quality of life if they're canned beans? You know what They are really good. Home canned beans are surprisingly more delicious than other canned beans. Are you referring to not green beans, but small, hard uh, beans? Garbanzo beans and pinto beans are the ones that my kids cannot get enough of. Do you just hand them a little pile of beans, or do you do something else with it? I don't actually usually hand them a pile of beans. (laughs) I could, now that you've brought it up. This is a great idea, but Sort of a Jack and the Beanstalk sort of vibe. It's just that they're... uh, when you need to use beans in something, they're yeah, way such as better. What? Such as? Well, when do you use a can of garbanzo beans? If I'm making hummus or this salad. Yeah, so. Would it improve the hummus, do you think? It makes, uh, they're just real good. This is the thing that's funny. The pinto beans are really good. Like, I don't the, often use pinto. Really, neither only do if, I. If I don't I'm buy canned pinto chili, beans. Yeah, but these are surprisingly delicious, and really? Luke loves them. With he'll do it when he he'll have them with breakfast. Like he'll put them with like if he fries eggs and does it with hot mm. sauce and oh, yeah. then like yeah. he likes them. So my point is, it's just a staple to have around. That is, okay. it's good. So All right. All yeah, right. I know. Wow. All right. Anything else we need to tell people about my gum? <laughs> What was the story you said you had? Did you already tell me? The rice cooker? Yeah, my rice cooker. Oh. Rice cooker gone rogue. Oh. Stowaway. Somebody asked me a question, and I was like, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that on the podcast, and now I'm going to struggle. I had a whole thing that I wanted to talk about with you on the podcast, but it's... We missed last week, which means that I forgot Yeah, I think we gave it too much time. Last week was Grace Agenda, and... Grace Agenda took us out for podcasting last week. But man, Grace Agenda was so terrific. And we're a year away from it now, guys. So if you've never come to Grace Agenda before, you've got a year to think about it. Right. 
think oh. about getting yourself out here for such things. Yeah. It was a good time. We talked about it. Did we talk about it on our last podcast? No. We haven't done one since then. Since Grace Agenda? Mm-mm. Oh, well, I no. feel like that was a real hurdle to clear. The it blog was. party. The blog party was a hurdle on my horizon. Yeah. That uh, we cleared. Yeah. Praise it was the Lord. Fantastic. It all worked out. It was great. And it's great because when you do something one time, you only have that data. Yeah. When you do it a second time, you can figure out a trajectory. Yes. You can see a plot. Mm-hmm. And that was helpful because you we really needed the second time of the blog party to identify yeah what maybe we need to change and what's because yeah. after the first time it just went it was just great went awesome yeah. but you just don't know you can't know yeah what you can only imagine or guess <laughs> and that's a really that's the most unknowny event that I've ever participated in planning well I will say I don't know how you could possibly guess how many people came, but I think a lot more people than Grace Agenda. Came. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, but it was a, it had to have been a couple thousand people. Yeah. And yeah. I would have guessed maybe 2000. I would think so easily 2000. And I would guess not a ton more than that, but you well, know, like, I was in the NSA, the NSA tri-tip stand where people were making you know, grilling the tri-tip. I was not involved. I simply came and helped make sandwiches. So my part was minimal, but I think we served out like easily 1500 before we ran out. Yeah. And then, so yeah, I think there was a lot of, it was a couple thousand people. Yeah, I think it was. And I think, I think that there were like almost six, it was 600 and something I think 600 and some 650 or something caramel apples that were gone in maybe 30 minutes. Oh yeah. Like no, ours were things out. Things were like, just like gonzo, but, but it was, it was great and helpful because these were, this was what we needed to see and know. Yeah, and like, yeah. and, and I feel like now forewarned is forearmed. Yeah. And next yeah. year. We're ready to rise to the occasion. <laughs> yeah. But you couldn't get... When you're guessing how many people came last year, you're guessing how many hot dogs and sausages are needed for this unknown crowd yes. that may or may yes. not come. And you're trying to guess how, like, hungry they're going to be. Because, mm-hmm. you like, I mm-hmm. wondered... I thought that last year more people may have felt like they needed to feed their families before they came, like to make sure their kids were not hungry. Yeah. And I was thinking, even if we had exactly the same amount of people, I think we might need more food the second year. Yeah. But I was like, but I'm guessing we're going to have more people, but we didn't ever know how many we had last year. So it, it turns into this magical time where you're just (laughs) saying things like, you know, throw, let's throw in 800 hot dogs. Like (laughs) then let's get, 10 cases of chorizo. <laughs> like I, I ordered so much, like just piles yeah. of food that oh, yeah. were hilariously all delivered to my house on a semi, you yeah. know, just yeah. to make it, to make me stand out in the neighborhood. They, well, the, I mean, that same semi came to my porch and unloaded a mountain of hamburger buns, little yeah. sliders, slider mm-hmm. rolls, and then Four. left... And, you know, it does bring questions. Yeah, people are like, like, what are you doing? What is this about? (laughs) And, uh, 
but it was good fun and it went really well and there was and it was great this year i got big um meatballs that we did in the paella pan well i didn't get to eat those but i saw the line and it was there was a lot of talk about those meatballs yeah people liked the meatballs there was a lot and but it's funny because you really are really just making things up as you go with like how many boxes of meatballs is the right boxes of meatballs (laughs) i don't know and i was and uh all on the day Saturday because we didn't set up for the dinner until like four, right? Right, and uh, so and so we're quick. setting it all up downtown. But the whole day earlier, I was texting people weird pictures of like this pile of boxes of meatballs is for you to pick up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this yeah. is in my foyer. Uh-huh. It was like a tower of sausage that was like, <laughs> please come get this and get it while it still isn't too late to be refrigerated you know yeah it was it was good yeah. but it went really well god is very kind i feel like I've, oh it was fantastic I feel like i have learned so much from that that it because it isn't a master it isn't a um feat of planning it is a totally other kind of an event i'll tell you though because we were we were looking at the line for the tri-tip sandwiches and I knew, like, we ran out. We had a thousand little paper boats, and we ran out. Mm-hmm. And then we started just serving them directly off trays. So that's why it was kind of like, I know it was well over a thousand in the first 30 minutes. But then I'm looking at the dwindling pile of roasts and then the mob of people. And I was like, this gives me a very definite loaves and fishes vibe like yeah what will we do with all the people who want a tri-tip sandwich <laughs> titus like... was serving those off of trays and he was laughing about the he was like i was trying to count it in steps to see how far i could make it <laughs> out, like with a yeah, tray of them yeah. and he said one time i actually made it like nobody noticed that that's what i had he said i made it i made it sort of further and he said and then all, it was uh He's like, and then Mr. Casebolt said, Titus! And and he said, and then they were all gone. Just like, just like it was like somebody drew attention to him with his yeah. tray of sandwiches. Uh, yeah. No, it was great. And, and for, initially we were like, this is going too slow. Like people are waiting and cause we were toasting the buns uh-huh. and then putting a tri-tip on. And then it was like, we've just got to get rid of this. So then we started slapping them out uh-huh. without toasted buns. Then when we started realizing, oh my gosh, it's not even 6.30, we've run out of a thousand things, it was like, well, now we're going to start toasting the buns again. <laughs> we're going to try and these eke people down. this out just a little slow bit longer. This thing down. Yeah, it was, but it was really fun. And one thing that I noticed that I think is hilarious, there were, there were lots of just people from town that came. Yeah. And, but great. I wasn't, because I'm pregnant those aprons are not aprons that work with a pregnancy. Sure. They yeah. were, they're, they're not aprons that work with much actually, but yeah. they are, uh, we had aprons that had Christchurch on them. So I was not wearing an apron. So, but even if I was like, there were older people, I just, all of these young people in our church served or wore aprons or did whatever. Yeah. All of my kids had conversations with strangers. Oh really? About what is this? What's going on? Uh-huh. Like, like yeah. all of them had to, like, yeah. Like, the, and I thought, isn't that interesting? But it can yeah. make sense. People would rather ask a young person oh, sure. to explain it than go up to an older person and be like, yeah. "Who are you? What is this?" 
yeah, yeah. explain yourself. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, it was cute. It was, it was really great. Yeah, when we lived, and I think next year will be better. I'm yeah. I'm ready for yeah. us to to level up. Yeah, I'm ready for next year to be. We have lots of. I have a little note of the things that I'm like, okay, these are the ways we need to change things. Yeah. For next year. Yeah. But it's good. And loyal podcast listeners will be really impressed to know that I think that's only one or two tablecloths in my driveway this year. Oh, yeah, well done. (laughs) Well done. Those were in the back of Lena's car, but the the 50 other tablecloths or whatever they are have all gone into the house and are being laundered and packed into bins without getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah, that's so good. That's, that's exciting. Good. I'm glad for you. Did we spend all of our time already? I think we, this one is, I guess, almost exclusively Riffing about food. Riffing on food. Well, food. I will say, because you're going to have to leave in a minute to go pick people up. Um, yeah, I do. My, I have a tip. Yeah. Randomly. Um, because we're on the subject of food, it made me think of this. I bought a cookbook on our trip last week. Which I then read, like I just sat and read through it, basically cover to cover, mm. which I have not done in a long time. I have not bonded with a cookbook like that. Yeah. But I used to bond with all my yeah, cookbooks. Yeah. I have no time and to do this anymore. One, no, that was the thing. Yeah. Like it has been years since I've done that with a cookbook. Mm-hmm. And it was because I was on a trip, which meant I had time to like sit in a airplane or yeah. sit, a, you know, in a room and, and read it. And it was... It reminded me of a couple things. One is that is a huge way to learn a lot of stuff because when you just, when you're just going to like, you're, you're thinking, what shall I make for dinner tonight? Pasta salad. I'll Google a recipe for pasta salad. You're not like broadening necessarily. It's a very helpful thing, but I just mean when you sit down and just read a cookbook yeah. You learn a whole lot of new material that you might then use or yeah. not, as the case may be. But anyway, this was, um, I bought it because it looked interesting. And then I realized after having purchased it that it is from the Northwest. But it is called the Herb Farm Cookbook. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's from... the Herb Farm in Seattle. Yeah, it's a yeah. Seattle restaurant, which I was just thinking of it as like, oh, it's about herbs. I didn't... And then after I saw it was a restaurant, I was like, wait... Isn't that in Seattle? I think it's like a year to get a reservation or something. Yeah. Like it's very difficult to get into. But the cookbook is just so full of, it's all about herbs because that's what they do. But it's all the different kinds of herbs and how to grow them and how to store them and Fun. what to pair them with and what recipes mm-hmm. they're good in. And it was actually a really fun read that... I totally, I was like, I've got to go back through this with post-it notes. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was, and I actually tried, um, on Sunday I did a pasta recipe out of it, which has you making the homemade pasta with bread flour instead of semolina. Oh. And I, it was really, really good pasta. So anyway. Well, that's good I, to know. I approve of that cookbook. I thought it was a really fun, um, it just you know, expands your horizons is what I'm saying. Oh, no, I have one more tip that, Good. um, look at me yeah. making up for lost time. Do you have one before? No, I go do, do yours. This? Um, so 
my old friend and now, how do you say this? Daughter's mother-in-law, son-in-law's mother. Yeah, there's no word for that relationship. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Belle's new mother-in-law, Bess, who is an old friend, has just started a podcast. And I think that it will be basically the antithesis of what we do, which is what we do is we fire off a lot of stuff. Then we forget what we talked about and can't even write a summary <laughs> for it. But she, the, hers is called come over for dinner and she's only just started it. So, but I think there's a few episodes up and she is just interviewing different people about having company come to dinner, but then she's putting like recipes and everything on there where you can like download the recipe, mm-hmm. print it out, use it. Like it's extremely organized, but she's talking to a lot of different people about when you have company come over, yeah, yeah. what fun. are your best tips? What are your recipes? What's your go-to? And I think that would be for a lot of people who like the idea, but are maybe just intimidated about um, yeah, totally. starting. I think that would be a really great resource. And she is a very organized on top of it lady. So I know Ooh. that I know that she will have included links and in, <laughs> included <laughs> recipes. Oh, Whereas no. I just, we last don't. time, no, Rach, last time we recorded the next morning, I could not think of what we talked about. Oh yeah. Cause we're and good I, like that. I texted you and you didn't even respond. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye.